Welcome to the We Are PC podcast, episode 23. Welcome to the We Are PC podcast, where it's all about celebrating the creative works of our amazing students, staff, and programs in the Port Clinton City School District. And now, get ready for the We Are PC podcast. Hi, I'm Caitlin Robinette, an eighth grader at Portland Middle School, and joining me today's podcast are my fellow classmates, Macy Algarin and Ashley Witt. Here at Portland Middle School, we're lucky to have a group of dedicated teachers that have a lot of experience and are well respected among their fellow teachers and students. Joining us today are teachers Mrs. Carney, Mr. Everts, Mrs. Pels, and a high school student Mackenzie Halsey. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for having us. Good morning. Let's start by having each of our guests state what grade level and subject they teach. Uh, I am Mrs. Carney, and I teach eighth grade language arts. And I am Mrs. Pels. I teach eighth grade video production and high school yearbook and digital video production. Why did you choose to be a teacher? Uh, I chose to be a teacher uh, genuinely because I like to help young people develop their learning skills. And as cliche as it may seem, I just love to see uh, adolescents grow and mature and learn to love or love to learn, love to learn um, as they grow up. Yeah, I, I agree. That's kind of my thing too. I love seeing the progression of students from, you know, the beginning of the year to the end. And sometimes I get to have them as eighth graders and I might have them again as seniors. So that's kind of neat. Um, and I didn't start out as a teacher. I started out in business and I was a trainer and I really liked kind of, you know, teaching people how to do things. And so that's when I decided to do a little career switch. Um, Mackenzie, why did you want to become a teacher? I want to become a teacher because I like working with kids and watching them grow. And I think it's cool to learn about what they like, like to do outside of school. For our listeners that may want to become teachers, how many years of school do you need to have? Uh, you have to have your bachelor's degree, first of all, um, which usually takes, depending on where you go to school, but it could take four to five years um, and then proceed to work on your master's degree. Eventually, you have to have your master's degree to teach um, and you have a certain amount of time to accomplish that while you're teaching. And, and two, part of the program is they'll have uh, new teachers or wannabe teachers go in and do observations in the classroom early on so they can see whether it's something they Mm -hmm. you know really want to pursue and they'll do student teaching towards the end of your educational experience where you're actually working under another teacher and uh, getting practice actually teaching lessons and you know doing a lot of the things that an actual teacher would do so it's kind of experience-based and the classroom-based as well, which is which is good. They can see if they really like it. How did you decide what subject you wanted to teach? I Actually, uh, I did not decide right away. Uh, I was in my undergrad at Bowling Green State University and had an advisor slash mentor um, professor that 
talked me into it, but kind of not really talked me into it. I guess I should say she sat me down and said, why are you not teaching English? Uh, that's your so- strong suit and you do really well in it. And I got to thinking about it and I thought, you know, all through middle school and high school, I did excel at English. So, and I thoroughly enjoy it. So why not? Were you planning on doing something else or you just weren't sure at that time? um, I actually had started out in the medical field um, and then switched over to teaching. And then once I decided, okay, you know, teaching is for me, uh, then I decided what subject area at that point. So yeah, it was a a long decision. Hey, Mr. Everts is here. Welcome. No, come on in. Yeah. We're We're actually talking about what um, subjects we teach and what was that? how you decided that that's what you wanted to teach. Okay. So you want me to go? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, so I um, have taught sixth grade social studies now for five years. Um, when I uh, decided in Bowling Green what I wanted to do, I knew I wanted to be a teacher. And then my siblings and my dad were all middle school teachers. So I kind of was used to being around that type of uh, age range. So I got pretty interested in that. Um, I actually thought I was always going to teach math because I went to school for math and social studies. And then I got hired for social studies and <laughs> haven't taught math yet, even though maybe one day I'd like to switch in and out of that. I'm not sure. Yeah, so that's so. nice. So you were actually able to do two subjects. and Yep. And actually at Bowling Green, they make you choose. For, if you do middle school, they make you choose two subject areas of focus. So I chose math and social studies. And then you kind of get reading built into it, but okay. Um, when well, I know Mrs. Things. Zam here, she when I first came here, she was a math teacher and mm-hmm. now does science. Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, and for me, I started out teaching business, and it was more like keyboarding classes and accounting and introduction to business, where you learn how to balance your checkbook and things like that. And then over the years, it's kind of progressed to more of a technology-based thing where it's a lot more of, you know, video stuff and podcasting and graphic design. And so that kind of whole business education's evolved a little bit over the years since I started. So I've gotten to do a lot of different fun things. What subject do you plan on teaching? Actually, I'm going into special education, so I will be teaching all of the subjects. So, yeah. Describe a lesson that you've taught that's gone well or had a strong impact on your students. Mm-hmm. Oh, f- <laughs> for me, um, I believe one of the the units that I focus the most on um, throughout the year is my World War II Holocaust unit. Um, I've built in a lot of reading and writing activities with that unit, and I just always get a lot of positive response from the students as far as they're enjoying they're enjoying uh, reading about it and learning about something that they never knew really existed or happened and um, they seem to become fascinated with the shocking details it's a powerful as, subject yes to as teach, morbid so. as it is it yeah. a topic that it may be at times um, it's intriguing and it fascinates them and we even build in a, a field trip this year with it went and we were lucky enough to go to the Sandusky Library to see a national memorial that was brought in from New York City. Oh, that was the traveling. Yes, thing. the okay. traveling wall. And, you know, so there's just a lot that can be done with that unit. 
Yeah. And did you plan to teach that unit at that time or was it, oh, this traveling thing's coming? No, it was this year. It was just coincidence. It happened to fall right in time with while we were working on that unit. So it was wonderful. Yes. Very lucky. And I know Mr. Everts probably has all kinds of really cool units that are impactful. (laughs) Uh, The two that stand out to me that I really enjoy every year, um, Battleship is one that always um, I get excited to do. It takes a lot of pre-planning that night to just get everything set up. But um, the whole goal of it is to get them to practice latitude and longitude, but also kind of in a battle type situation where I got to take out all my desks and put tape on the floor and just kind of put them on the grid instead of having them look at a map. Um, so kind of getting them um, to be able to use their motions, their, um, you know, walking around, talking, things like that, instead of just, you know, opening up something to try to practice latitude longitude. So that's one of my favorites. And then I always like teaching Egypt in general um, out of the civilizations. That's a pretty fun one, especially when we get to mummification. I like um, talking about the process that they went through to preserve bodies for the afterlife and, um, we take some apples and we see what happens when we mummify an apple versus not mummify an apple and, um, you know, stuff like that, which um, anytime you can get um, students to see an experience in a way that is different than, you know, nor- the norm, um, I think works pretty well. Right. Do you guys remember, did you do that when you were in sixth grade? Yep. Our three students? Okay. Did you like doing that? Was yeah. it interesting? Yeah. Okay. And for me, I, I just started teaching yearbook this year. And one of the lessons that I thought was kind of um, interesting for the students was we were talking about photography and we would take certain pictures and talk about, you know, is this an exciting picture? Would this be a picture that would be good in the yearbook? Why not? Because I had them go and just take pictures and they thought, oh, this is a really good picture. But then when we compared it to other ones that were really showing emotion and action, we would, you know, compare side by side and they would say, oh, yeah, that picture is really not so great. And look at that thing in the background. I That was bad. And I would redo that. This is what I would do if I had to do it again. So that was kind of a fun one. How do you typically spend your summers? Hmm. My <laughs> summer is jam-packed. We, uh, we're a horse family, so we spend the majority of our summer at horse shows and camping. That's oh, fun. About 98% of my (laughs) summer. Yeah, so that's what we do. Um, During the summer, I work mostly, but when I'm not working, I'm on the boat with my family. Nice. Uh, For my summer, I, uh, for this summer at least, I give a lot of private tennis lessons. Um, So I have kids from elementary to high school that I give lessons to throughout the week, um, just kind of working on their skills and trying to develop them as players. Um, and then the last couple summers, I've been trying to finish up um, my master's degree. So I have three classes I have to actually take this summer for Bowling Green. To, um, <laughs> and I end up graduating in August. So that's going to fill up a lot of my summer. Um, but trying to save days to work on that stuff um, has been really helpful in the summer to have that time. So then you'll be done with the master's? I'll be done with my master's summer. in August. Okay, good. Yep, so good for you. Counting down the minutes for that. So. Yeah. Um, and for me, I have three children, so I spend a lot of time at the softball park and baseball parks. And we actually have a store on Kelly's Island, so I'll be working over there for a good portion of the summer <laughs> as well and then trying to squeeze in pool time. <laughs> That's about it. Who's your favorite coworker and why? <clears throat> Oh, boy. Uh, Oh, I have so many favorites. Um, 
I would have to say this year, uh, I really enjoy working with our new science teacher, Mrs. Griffing. Uh, her bubbly personality keeps me on my toes. <laughs> We're right next door to each other. So uh, she just sets a very positive atmosphere every morning. It's good morning and smiles. And if she misses a day or I miss a day, it's always returning to a hug and I missed you and how are you doing? And so I just genuinely feel like I built a really strong bond with Mrs. Griffin this year. So. I had her as a student. Ah. She was like that as a student yeah. too. She was bubbly. Awesome. And I'm like, oh, I love having her. In my yeah. Class. Yeah. She just makes everybody happy. Yes. <laughs> For me, um, I do feel very lucky that we get to work here because I do feel like even across the grade levels, everybody gets along. And um, I feel like I can go down to eighth grade to Mrs. Carney and other teachers and talk to them just like I can the sixth grade. Um, definitely with the sixth grade team, we have a kind of like a family feel. Um, we support each other. It's always good to see everybody every day, know about their life outside of school, things like that. Um, overall, though, I would have to say just um, – Based on how long I've known her, Miss File and I have known each other since college. So I, um, back when we were at Bowling Green, we were studying the same subjects, had classes together, things like that. So when we both got hired in sixth grade, that was pretty cool to be able to work with someone that I've known for quite a few years now. And um, most of the students think that we hate each other, which we don't. We just make fun of each other. <laughs> but, um, deep down, we're really good friends, and I know I can trust her with anything. And it's always um, awesome to come in every year working with someone that. You respect and admire a lot. I didn't know you guys went to school together. Yep, yep, so Bowling cool. Green. We had our very, our very first class together at BG2, too, so that's pretty fun. And for me, I think here at the middle school, I like working with Mrs. Dackerman because she is just so organized and she's involved in so many different things and really, you know, makes things fun for the kids. So I like working with all the midships, but her in particular. Thank you all for joining us today, and thanks to... Thanks to all of you out there for listening to episode 23 of the We Are PC podcast. On our next episode, we will talk with more people that make PC schools such a special place. Thanks for listening to the We Are PC podcast. Our students are working hard to provide you with updates, highlights, and a peek into the creative and talented lives of our students, staff, and community. If you'd like to suggest a topic for the We Are PC podcast, please email us at podcast at pccsd-k12.net. Thanks for taking the time time from your busy week to listen to the show and celebrate our amazing Port Clinton City School District.